0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources.
1: Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe and you're listening to Nate and the fellows on circling the wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network because nobody circles a wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills.
2: the Buffalo Bills and
3: Josh Allen take down the visiting Washington football team 43 to 21 today in Orchard Park to improve to two and one on the season. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of circling the wagons, a Buffalo rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to discuss the Bills victory today over the Washington football team. We're going to go over our thoughts on the game some stats of the game, our sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game, and as always, our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from our followers on Twitter. Oh, yeah, and stick stay tuned towards the end. We have a couple of uh, giveaways to announce, and uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike. And, fellas, going into this game, the narrative uh, for the Buffalo Bills, in particular, Josh Allen, was has Josh Allen regressed Is he going back to his 2019 form as opposed to his form of last season where he was an MVP caliber candidate? And I think with today's victory, he looked uh, absolutely amazing. 358 yards, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. The guy was just on fire. Started off a little bit, uh, stumbled a little bit in the very beginning, but um, just ended on, ever, ever since that first opening drive, he just looked on fire. Uh, three fire emojis, as my friend John would say, um, three fire emojis for not you, John, another John, but, uh, just an amazing game today. There's Uh, too many Johns. I know. I know. I know too many Johns. There's too many Johns. You know what? Five fire emojis. (laughs) Thank you. As my friends, as my co-host, John would say five fire emojis. Does your other John
2: John spell his name with an H? Uh, No. Huh.
3: No, he's an he's an H-less John. Also,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm very odd. I think I'd prefer I prefer an H. <laughs> I, I'm more comfortable with an H. If you're if we're going to be honest, if we're being completely honest, um, <laughs> so another another uh, a great performance by Sorry, Josh. Young. First, first, got, I'll first. hang up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> the first of this season, we're already getting off the rails. It is a late night for us. Uh thank you guys so much for listening. Five fire emojis for Josh Allen. Unbelievable game by uh, the Bills' starting quarterback. Also a great game by the defense. We're going to go into some things uh, that they could improve upon that weren't super great, but I'm not going to water down this victory. I don't want to be a buzz kill or anything for uh, just an amazing win today in orchard park. Um, John, I'll start with you. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game and did you pretty much agree with, with the way that I saw things?
1: Yeah. I mean, despite being a team that they should be, the Washington defense is supposed to be pretty good this year. It was nice to see the bills have their way with them. Uh, Obviously Josh Allen had an amazing game. They were also well-balanced. Moss had a great game. Uh, I'm a little confused about the improve upon parts. Like they, there was, I didn't really see too much um, wrong with the bills game. Um, other than two plays, right? The one seventy three yard play and the messed up kickoff return, right? Other than those two plays, I thought they were pretty good
2: all all the way around. The Bills had their way with them. <laughs> I've only ever heard that in terms of like a innuendo, John. <laughs> Wait, an
3: innuendo that doesn't include football, Mike? Is that what you're saying? Something else? <laughs> Have you ever heard
1: it
2: in any other context? Ever? Well,
1: I was really setting you guys up for that's what she said, but you guys failed miserably on that.
3: <laughs> I always thought it was like more of a nefarious meaning than than it was just had their way with them in a good mean. But you know, uh, you know, one thing I, I know what they do you could mean improve, in a
2: bad way. Like use it how you uh,
3: how you would. My, my wife listens to a lot of true crime podcasts, Uh-huh. so that's kind of the area I was going to had their way with. But I guess maybe that's uh, a <laughs> no. I well. I think. Do it's, you, how do you see it in a good way?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think in an amazing way good. for one. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> I thought I can't believe you guys are more excited. This looks like a Super Bowl team. This this team
3: does look great. I uh, I will admit that. I mean, this is the first time that like most phases of the team are finally in sync. I'm still not super psyched about special teams, but I'm not gonna. Like I said, be Buzz Killington here and say that I'm gonna, you know, really, really criticize that part of the team because it was such a small part. And although it led, you know, to a to a couple of uh of you know, gaffes on that side of the ball, I I mean it was just such a good game overall. It was a great the, game. The Chiefs lose, the
2: Patriots lose, Steelers lose. Like uh, we gotta go to Vegas. Yeah. yeah is this just this- coming up. I don't know what what's the saying. <laughs> it's it's coming up uh Millhouse.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, this feels this feels like the team that we saw last year. And and who would have thought that like, you know, it just took a couple of games. It just it wasn't the way it was going to be. Like if that couple of games had happened in the middle of the season, nobody would care as much because we would have had that baseline, but since it happened in the beginning of the season, it's like, you know, it kind of reminds me of how the Patriots were with Tom Brady. Like after a f- like a month or so, people are like, "Oh, the Patriots are dead. Tom Brady is cooked. He's too old." Blah blah. blah. And then they go on like, and then they go like ten and one the rest of the season, you know, and just go play like lights out. I mean, this this feels like what it was set up for the Buffalo Bills after the first two weeks, and they took advantage of it today, and they looked great. So let's start into our stats of the game in today's win.
2: Stats of the game.
1: They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So you're telling me there's a chance.
2: Oh, well, people can come up with statistics to prove anything, can't. 40% of all
3: people know that. Josh Allen, the man, the myth, the legend, who was never, ever doubted by any of us on the podcast, by far. <laughs> you know it was always a good conversation to have we were never like ah you know that he's not going to he's not going to have a good season it was just like are you worried is it time to be worried uh how much time what has to happen and today there was no worry the guy was 32 for 43 which is a 74.4% completion percentage he had 358 yards passing four touchdowns zero interceptions One rushing touchdown. Um, Guys, quiz for Mike and John. True or false? I'll start off with Mike this time. True or false, Mike? Josh Allen had more touchdowns today than he had the previous two games. True. True for for Mike. John, five touchdowns today. Is that more than he had with the Steelers and and the Dolphins? True. That is true. He only had three touchdowns total. In the first two games uh, this season, three passing touchdowns, zero rushing touchdowns. And he only had a 54% completion percentage, which, you know, not great, Bob. So going back to stats, uh, leading rusher for the day, Zach Moss, 13 carries for 60 yards, 4.6 yards per carry. Uh, Zach Moss is having an amazing game today. Devin Singletary, uh, had a little bit more, uh, issues running the ball. 11 carries for 26 yards, 2.4 yards per carry. Just not Devin Singletary's, uh, day to day. Not enough holes for him, apparently. Um, Cole Beasley was the leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, third in Cole, had at least, uh, two first down conversions on third down, thus earning the name for this. Um, which, um, you know, by the way, I think, I think a lot of the listeners, their favorite, one of the reasons why they may like third and Cole is that you guys hate it so much. Um, I think that's that's an ongoing thing because i still still getting tweets, uh, third and Cole. Not that I won't say Coleslaw is also a good nickname. I like Coleslaw. I like Coldy Locks. Um, I like the bee's yeah. knees. The bee's knees isn't bad either. All right. All right. Uh, lots of great nicknames out there. We need one for Emmanuel Sanders. Five receptions, 94 yards on six targets, two touchdowns. Today, amazing game by the Bills' free agents signing this offseason. Stephon Diggs, six receptions on 10 targets for 62 yards. And Dawson Knox, four receptions on five targets for 49 yards and one touchdown. Dawson Knox having a, an absolutely great game today. Both, uh, both of Emmanuel Sanders' touchdowns were great catches. Dawson Knox's touchdown was a great reception by him. Um, just a, a great game by the Bills receivers. Washington football team, Ty- Taylor Haneke, 14 completions and 24 attempts, 212 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The Bills making Taylor look like, uh, like a, a backup quarterback should look. Last 2 weeks the Bills have been very fortunate and then next week they get the Texans another backup quarterback so uh looking good for the Bills to potentially go 3 and 1 in that stretch Antonio Gibson 12 this can't be right 12 carries for 31 yards he had a huge oh no that was a reception oh jeez I'm sorry, I forgot that. So running the ball had almost no luck today for Antonio Gibson, 2.6 yards per carry. And then the leading receiver for the Washington Redskins, where Taylor Haneke had 73 of those 212 yards, was uh, one reception for 73 yards, that long touchdown pass that the Bills just couldn't defend. <laughs> you, thought, you thought eventually they were going to catch him, they just didn't have the speed to actually catch him in the end. Um, second leading receiver for the Redskins, uh, Terry McLaurin, four receptions for 62 yards. On seven targets. And then former Bill Logan Thomas, the tight end for the, red, or the Washington football team, four receptions on four targets for 42 yards and one touchdown. Uh, that pretty much does it for stats of the game. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. And we are going to take, oh, wait, no, I have a couple of more stats. Jeez, almost forgot. Today is Josh Allen's fifth career game with four passing touchdowns and 300 yards, breaking a tie with Jim Kelly for most in Bill's history. Josh Allen in his fourth season is breaking another Jim Kelly record. Wow. Josh Allen has 300-plus passing yards and four touchdowns today, his fifth career such game. Per Elias Sports Bureau, Allen joins Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, Andrew Luck, and Kurt Warner as the only players with five-plus such games in their first four Seasons, So that is obviously great company for the Bills quarterback. With Allen's performance today, Allen is up to 101 career offensive touchdowns with the five he had today, which is fourth most in franchise history. The Bills are now 9-0 and when Allen throws for 300-plus yards. Oh, well, maybe there is something to the 300-yard mark. Manuel Sanders pulled in five receptions for 95 yards and t- two touchdowns. His two touchdowns today – are his most in a single game since he had two against the Cowboys while with the Broncos in 2017. Cole Beasley had a career-high 11 receptions today for 98 yards. Beasley has now recorded 11 receptions three times in his Buffalo career. So that ends the Stats of the Game. Stats of the Game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. We are going to take a quick commercial break. After that, we'll go into our plays of the game, our Sweet Sassy He plays of the game, our Wall of Famers, and Wall of Shamers. So stick around. Another day
4: is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
3: Welcome back to Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. This is our recap show. I am your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us on this victory edition. I'm with my co-hosts, John and Mike. So let's go into our sweet, sassy, molassie plays of the game.
2: Sweet Sassy Molassi, get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown.
3: Our Sweet Sassy Molassi plays the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, John, John, I'll go, I'll go with you first. Lots of great plays in today's win. What do you have as your Sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game?
1: I'm going to go with the Emmanuel Sanders touchdown where he gave it to that fan in the stands. Uh, the elated look on his face uh just you know you, you can't like it you know brings back memories of your own childhood and having moments where um, getting autographs from players and different things like that and like that moment must have been so cool for him.
3: that's a good one. Was that the second touchdown or the first one in the first quarter? Second one in the third quarter? do you remember? I don't remember <laughs> okay, all right, great, great. <laughs> it was a good play. It was a good uh touchdown catch and giving it to a fan. big fan of that. Mike, what is your Sweet
2: Sassy molasses play of the game? For me, Nate, I've got to go defense. Like, offense played lights out. Oh, start, starting now. Offense doesn't play lights out. Okay, edit that. <laughs> it does. <laughs> right, no? <laughs> doesn't defense play lights? I don't know. Um, For me, Nate, the offense was certainly hitting on all cylinders, but the defense came up huge. I'm really excited to see their improvements week to week. Um. For my play of the game, I'd go with the Jordan, Jordan Boyer interception. Uh, second quarter led ultimately to the Dawson Knox touchdown where the Bills uh, went up 21-0. And, man, from there, it looked like the game was well in hand. I was just about to text you guys like, ah, it looks like this one's over. And then I was so glad I didn't because uh when was Washington. Did they score 14 unanswered at that point? Yeah, they scored 14 man. points in two minutes and 20 seconds. It was unbelievable. <laughs> That long, long run, right where you thought he was, the back was going to get caught, either dragged down from the side or pushed out. Um, oh. And then the uh, the kickoff. I I can't recall ever seeing a play like that.
3: Yeah, what was what was up with that? Because I mean, it was like it was almost like Isaiah McKenzie thought it was you know, uh, a punt where he couldn't get near it. He was just like, get away, like, like scatter, you know, You <laughs> didn't want anything to do with it. Cause if it was me, it's like, oh, you should at least die for it or something. <laughs> I don't know, catch it, catch it. He kind of treated it like a punt. Like he didn't know what was going on, but in that scenario, you just got to like run up to it. I mean, I don't necessarily blame him completely. It's just, nobody was ready for that on the bills team. Like that was never going to happen. You know, and add that to I mean we can we can go into some special teams gaffes. Remember at the beginning of the third quarter, right after the first half, uh the Bills, Tyler Bass kicks the ball out of bounds. <laughs> like, you know, mm. there were there was a lot of special teams. There was a long run back by my Isaiah McKenzie that was called because of a Tyler Matikovich holding call, which was questionable, but he got called. And you know, the the special teams, I mean we'll get into we'll get into Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers later, but um but yeah, that no, that was that was a good that was a good pick by Poyer. Um, the bills, you know, the bills on defense today, they look great. I mean, uh, in the first quarter, Logan Thomas, um, got a peanut punch by Trey white and he knocked the ball out. The bills were right there to recover it. That was great.
2: That's called um, a peanut punch.
3: Yeah. It's called a peanut punch. So it was after, uh, I didn't know that
2: after peanut, I think it
3: was Charles peanut Tillman for the Carolina Panthers. So that was what they always ran. And, and, uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a very successful play. The bills never even tried to get the ball before Sean McDermott came to them, <laughs> came to that franchise. The bills defense was just like, Oh, let me just tackle him. Let's see what happens. Hopefully he coughs the ball up. No, like this, this defense is actually coached to try to punch the ball out. And, uh, maybe once a game, maybe a couple times a game, maybe once every other game, man, they seem successful. At least they getting that ball out. Um, and today they were recovering. So it was good to see. I like that play, Mike. I'm going to go with the Zach Moss seven yard touchdown reception uh, mostly because uh, Josh Allen was running around like crazy and he found a way to just dump it off to Zach Moss Um, after those are my favorite Josh Allen touchdowns. I mean, I love all Josh Allen touchdowns, but the ones where he evades pressure runs out of the pocket, finds a guy that's just wide open or, you know, uh, finds a guy that's, you know, diving and catching the ball. I mean, he's just so good at that. And uh, today was one of those, Days where he was able to find these guys that are open. And you know, before Josh Allen got here and before the offense looked great, you always wondered, like, is anyone even open? Like sometimes a quarterback with is, is anyone even around that can catch the ball? And Josh Allen just seems to prove, uh, at least today, this week, um, and, and for a lot of time, the last couple of seasons that there are in fact people open downfield. And if he extends the play long enough, he will eventually, hopefully find them. <laughs> um, so that was great to see. Let's go into our Wall of Famers and Wall of... Oh, wait, sorry, that was the Sweet Sassy Melasy plays of the game. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Do you guys have a Gettysburg of the game? Four score and seven years ago. Some play that changed the way that the game went. I was going to say like the Antonio Gibson one, but then, you know. It, After that, it was like, you know, the, the bills Heineke ran in for a touchdown to go 21, 14, like we mentioned earlier. But I mean, even then there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot that really stopped the bills or really stifled them from scoring again, because they scored on the next drive with a, with, you know, a field goal, the next drive and the drive after that, they scored a field goal, um. then even the, you know, the, the botch kick out of bounds, you know, the bills got the ball back after three plays. I'm pretty sure three and out. And then, you know, they, they had a 98 yard drive. I mean, the bills were just, there was nothing really stopping the bills offense and defense. There was that, just that hiccup on special teams and defense a little bit. Um, but other than that, I mean, the bills, there was nothing really, there's no turning point in this game. In my opinion. What do you think, Mike?
2: I'd go with the peanut punch,
3: the peanut punch. All right. First quarter, Bills yeah. up 7 nothing. They yeah. go for it. They don't get it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the Bills went for it. They didn't get it. They had a turnover on downs, and then they ended up uh, – let's see, what was that play? Oh, it was a three-yard pass to Stefan Diggs, and it wasn't oh, – no, sorry, I'm sorry about that. Um, it was a pass short left to Devin Singletary – Uh, For no game on fourth and two, um, which everyone knows you got to pass it to the guy that's past the sticks. You can't pass it to him two yards before the sticks and just hope that he somehow makes it unless he's wide open, which he wasn't. And he got dragged down right at the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, no, that was a good turning point because the Bills could have the Bills could have suffered. It could have gone seven, seven, and it would have been a tie game, right? Good Gettysburg. John, you got one?
1: No, there's no Gettysburg. The Bills were dominant. They had their way with the Washington no names all game. No contests. It was over before it started.
2: I'm just saying you can't use it in pleasant company. <laughs> Go into work do- tomorrow, John, and be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have my way with you. <laughs> Is he really going to say that,
3: John? What, what kind of job do you have where you would say something like that? He's like, I have a desk job.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> it just I'm just trying to help him because I don't think it means what he thinks it means.
3: Yeah, having your way with something is, is a funny way to put it. I'm, I knew the biggest struggle to this podcast in this episode was not saying the Washington football team's real name the entire time, almost slipped up once. Um, they're they're I'm sorry, not their real name, the name that I've known them for most of my life. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, wall of shamer, uh, Washington football team's name. Um, now, uh, let's go into our wall of Fa- That was the Gettysburg play of the game. Thank you, Mike, for that. Do, um, you, even though we do you hate to like?
2: Do you need a nickname? I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on people, and they'll just be known as the football team. That's kind of cool. Like if you wrote a, if you had a band, you could just call yourself the band. Like, oh, who are you going to see? The band. Like, that's pretty cool. There is a band called the band. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, the guys, smart, I guess. Or you write a book, like call it the Great American Novel. Like, right?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the best novel ever written. The Great American Novel. <laughs> um like maybe there's it, genius in it i don't know there's, there's a, like there's a lot of things i thought were stupid at first i'm just trying to be more open you know like oh bitcoin that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard of <laughs> <laughs> good thing that never panned out
3: <laughs> we should write a self-help book that's 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 just titled, be open to things if you don't read <laughs> if you don't read this book you will fail at everything <laughs> um I think they would get the point across. If you don't read this book, the world will have its way with you. Signed John <laughs> with no H. <laughs> John, you're the first John with no H that I've actually trusted in my entire life. Um
2: I don't yeah, know what that says about me. Same. Yeah.
3: Same? Yeah. A lot of shady Johns out there, <laughs> the more I think of it. Um man. Uh, anyway, um Gaysburg play the game from Mike brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Now let's go into our wall of famers and wall of shamers. Let's first start off with our wall of fame. Wall. Our wall of famer brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. And I'll go first. And I think I'm hopefully going to speak for all of us when I say Josh Allen. Um, The stat line I mentioned several times already. Uh, just looked like his old self, looked like he was having fun out there. There was that funny, um, touchdown celebration where he was holding Dawson Knox like he would, like that was his prom date. Um, I was a big fan of that. <laughs> just funny. Just those dudes are hilarious. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, but you could easily go several different ways, but I mean, Josh Allen stood, stood out, um, first and foremost out of, out of all the players in the team and all the, all the units on the team. Uh, Mike, John, now I'll go back to John John, what about you who's who is on your wall of fame in today's victory?
1: Yeah, I agree. it's gotta be Josh allen you you said all the stats, five touchdowns. he was great. um eight different players caught passes, which is reminiscent of yester, uh last year where they had all those players catch you know passes and touchdown passes and this and that um no, allen was phenomenal,
2: Mike, who is on your wall of fame in today's victory? I agree with you guys. You have to go Allen. I think he put himself I mean another game or two like that, he'll be right back in the MVP conversation. Um but honorable mention to Dawson Knox. I think really liked what I saw from him today. I'm excited. He could be a top 5 tight end. Did
3: Dawson Knox is breaking out more than any other player this season in my opinion on offense and defense where like they just made the biggest jump by far. I was going to give an honorable mention to um, Dawson Knox too, for that same exact reason, Mike, um, just, just looks the part has not dropped anything notable this season it has been clutch when it mattered. And, um, yeah, he, like you said, top five tight end. I mean, yeah, I mean, I take top 15 at this point, but yeah, if he's, if he's got that ceiling, man, he, he is rounding the corner and whatever, uh, whatever mental block or whatever he had before, it seems. You know, I shouldn't even say this. Why am I even saying this stuff out loud? I feel like I got to knock on wood before I say this, but, uh, it seems like he's cleared it. Hopefully knock on wood. Hey, you want to hear a funny story is there's a guy on the way to, uh, a certain area near the St. John Fisher area. And I drive, I drove by it today and, uh, they have on their fence in front of this house, this huge Buffalo Bills logo, like made out of wood. They put it on like their little fence. It's like a little wooden fence that you would see, um, you know, out in the countryside, you know, just like two rails, whatever. And except it's right here in this guy's front yard. He lives in the city, but, uh, he's got the huge bills logo. And it's like one of those good bill logos. It's not like, it's not like one of those funny shaped ones where you're like, oh, the head's kind of weird or oblong or like it's missing a leg or something like this guy went to the umpteenth degree to make sure it looks good always see it always look for it every time i pass this guy's house and this was the first time on a sunday morning i passed by it and there's this guy probably in his 50s just sitting in his like you know uh one of those old school lawn chairs that had like you know those little ribbons that went across like thatched ribbons that you know it's barely enough to really hold you (laughs) it's like made out of like the the most thinnest aluminum ever (laughs) so crumb it's like it's so easily foldable. And, uh, he's sitting there just reading his paper right next to the bill's logo. And first off, you just don't see many people sitting outside reading the paper. And this guy's sitting next to his logo. And I'm like, well, this guy's obviously wants me to honk my horn and yell, go bills out the window. Right. Like, cause why else would you do that? Um, so I did that on the way back and I felt really good about it. And he gave me a little, Hey, I know. Yeah. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen anything like that before
1: I remember we would always drive to my um, my aunts or my grandparents, and there was always this guy in a lawn chair, and this was in Buffalo. and He'd just be sitting out there in his underwear. <laughs>
3: <Not> <laughs>
0: I, didn't right, it, I,
1: didn't, I didn't see any bill stuff, though.
3: <laughs> Did he have a shirt on or just underwear? Just like no, just tighty whities. Just tighty whities <laughs> all year round.
1: Is this the summer. He said. Just whatever we went to Buffalo, we got off of that exit and we went down by the first stretch of houses and, you know, he had his beer and it's yeah, nice. Time.
3: Yeah. Okay. Your, your story wins, John. <laughs> uh, so, wall of shame in today's victory.
4: Shame. Shame.
3: Shame. Uh, Mike, I'll start off with you. Uh, man, it's hard to poke a lot of holes in this win because it was so dominant, uh, all around. Um, do you have a wall of shame in in today's win?
2: I guess the preparation for the special teams, like Bass, was great. I'm glad he's on our team. No mistakes there, but just uh, the kickoff receiving team, like that play, just really sticks out to me as uh something that needs to be fixed moving forward.
3: Yeah, that's a good one, John. What about you? Are you on the same page as Mike? For wall of shame? No, it's the refs. Like, all those
1: missed pass interference calls on long passes, especially the ones in the end zone, it was like three or four missed pass interference calls that that, that um, should have gone the Bills' way. But, I mean, it didn't matter because the Bills are awesome, but, you know, it's something to
3: note. Yeah, they, they could have had more touchdowns for that. See, a couple of those looked iffy to me. So, um I didn't I must have missed the ones that were like definitely past interference. Because to me they were kind of like, uh, eh, maybe a little bit. Um, maybe on the Emmanuel Sanders one, I don't think he would have caught it. Well, maybe what I don't know. It's it's so iffy. Uh but yeah, yeah, the refs the refs, I'm gonna make a t-shirt that just says Buffalo versus the refs, because I feel like that's always the second team that the Bills play each and every week. But luckily the Bills are so good at this point that they can overcome all of that. For my wall of shame in today's win, I'm gonna give that to the special teams as well. More to what Mike said um as far as the preparation because they just didn't seem ready for that um the kickoff. And then you know, like like Mike said, I'm glad we have Tyler Bass. It's an amazing kicker. Uh Matt Hawks, okay. I'm not really sold on him. I wasn't really sold on Corey Bajorquez last season, but I feel like uh I would rather take Bajorquez at this point. But again, you know, I mean there's not much to really complain about um, there in special teams as a whole. Uh, just a couple of gaffes. And luckily, it didn't cost a bill. If this was a closer game, it might have cost the Bills a game like that Steelers game where literally that, you know, that punt or that block punt was the difference in the game. So, yeah, not a lot, not a lot uh, to complain about, which is a good thing, man. This feels good. It feels good to be a Bills fan. This is a great time to be a Bills fan. Let's go into uh, some of the tweets from our followers and listeners first tweet in as soon as i tweet this every week if you're not following us we're at ctw pod like circling the wagons pod on twitter and i put it out there after every game who's who or what is on your wall of fame and wall of shame in today's win or loss and the first person in is noella now what's cool is not only is it a lady listeners the first person in but um like yeah, just ready. Had the had the, had the finger on the trigger for the first tweet in. So I'm gonna read this one. Noel writes, Wall of Shame, Special Teams, Wall of Fame, Sanders and Allen and Beasley. You know, we mentioned uh Dawson Knox as an honorable mention. Emmanuel Sanders had uh his best game as a Buffalo Bill today. Uh was absolutely the part. Uh an amazing free agent signing. Um, you can tell with today's numbers, and then Beasley, always there when he needed to be, third and coal. Uh, what a great, great game he had. Justin Morello writes, Josh Allen, wall of fame. The D line, unfortunately, wall of shame. The D line didn't get home as much as I would have hoped that they would have. Today on the defensive side of the ball, the Bills only had one sack, one sack by Star Latulale, the defensive tackle. Not exactly who you would have thought would have had the, uh, the first sack. Or the only sack of the day for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they just didn't seem to get as much pressure, especially when Brandon Sheriff went out. You thought there'd be a lot more. And uh, you know, Brandon Sheriff is a very good guard in for the Redskins offensive line. Just didn't happen. Big Dog writes, Wall of Fame, Josh Freakin' Allen, Wall of Shame, None. Exclamation point. Nice to see the backups for the second straight. Week, absolutely. It is so nice to see the backup. This is this is uh, unprecedented for us. A little bit to see the backups uh, come in this often and uh, with so much time left in the game. It's good, good place to be. Matt Pelk writes Wall of Fame. Josh Allen for proving us all wrong, and Matt Milano for continuing his great play. Now, I'm really, I'm really glad that Matt brought this up because uh, you know I'm a huge Matt Milano fan. I'm a stand for Matt Milano. He's unbelievable. He was worth every penny of the contract when he signed it. And every day since then, every game since then, he's proving that he is worth more than that contract, in my opinion. Um, he's always there. He had the huge hit to force uh, a turnover on downs. Um, I think it was like fourth and one or fourth and two, knife through the line, got in there. Um, he's just so good. He recovered, I believe, that that fumble, that that peanut Tillman punch. I think he... Re- uh, Recovered it, I can't remember, but he's always around the ball. Always around the ball, always defending receivers and uh, and tight ends and running backs. I mean, he's just the real deal. He's just everything. Um, He's just everything. (laughs) That was weird and awkward. It was almost as awkward as uh, (laughs) Matt Milano having his way with the the Washington football team's offense. Uh, Matt also writes, Wall of Shame. Hard to give this to anyone, so the special teams for that kick return – Giving the ball back to Washington. Trevor writes in wall of fame, Sanders. I know Allen will get his love today, so I want to make sure he gets talked about. Have yourself a day with the touchdowns and the long reception that seemed to snap mega Josh back into his MVP form. Reminds me of like, uh, like Megatron or whatever or the, uh, what were the robots that used to go together? Uh Transformers, obviously. <laughs> or, or no, no, what are the ones that were like cats? Thundercats? Am I thinking of the right one? Was it Voltron? Voltron. Thank you. Voltron. Thundercats, that's a whole different thing. Voltron. And yeah, that's that's what it took to get Josh. If that's what it took, man, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Wall of Fame for sure. Trevor also writes Wall of Shame. McKenzie for that special team's mishap mike graham writes wall of fame josh allen and sanders it was encouraging to see those two link up also shout out to allen and knox for the prom pose (laughs) wall of fame defense how about our safeties two picks and obviously matt milano this dude is going to be in the wall of fame every week the way he is playing no wall of shame there's a lot that mike had in there um First off, we brought up the Allen Knox prom pose. Love that. Uh, the defense about our safeties, Micah Hyde also having an interception along with uh, Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer left the game at one point, and Jaquan Johnson had that huge hit on uh, on fourth down um to stop the Washington football team. Um, I love jo- Jaquan Johnson. He's easily my favorite backup um, on the Buffalo Bills team, and there's a lot of good talent on this team. I'm just always been a fan of Jaquan Johnson. Cheering from a far rights wall of fame. I want to say the whole team to cause a trigger event. <laughs> but Matt Milano, Zach Moss, Dawson Knox, Emmanuel Sanders, and give Josh a give Josh a mention. <laughs> yeah, we'll just mention the uh, the quarterback that had 358 yards. <laughs> Good one, Dave. Uh, wall of shame, McKenzie for giving them a lifeline. Gettysburg was the last drive of the half. 51 yards. 24 seconds and three points to crush their morale. Uh, I like that one. I like that as a, as a Gettysburg of the game, the bills don't score points on that. Like they haven't uh, before uh, in the first couple of games. I think they missed a Tyler Bass field goal against the Steelers right before the end of the half. And yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big uh, spirit crusher for the, uh, the opposing team. Jason Statham writes wall of fame. Who else? Josh Allen was on fire. Against a supposed good defense. He ripped them apart. Absolutely. Special mention for third and Cole. Also, Sanders was good today. Wall of Shame. Don't really have one apart from we still gave up 24 points. Man, I'd almost take away like what at least seven points, at least seven points today from the special teams gaff. Um, so you yeah, now you're looking at, you know, 43 21. It's for if the, the defense gave up 14 points. I'm good with that. I know Jason was just trying to find one, but yeah. Um, He also writes hashtag chase who? Question mark. Good one. Big R writes in Wall of Fame. Josh Allen first and foremost. Dable for prioritizing quick passes. Sanders for two touchdowns. Knox for a clutch touchdown. Moss for shaking and baking on the field. Man, we need uh, a nickname for Moss. I got to come up with something. We got to come up with something, but I, I like that one. Moss shaking and baking on the field. And my wife for making great drinks today. Oh, man, I always got to shout out the wife for great drinks. What are you drinking, Big R? Are you drinking beers? Are you drinking margaritas? What are you drinking? Uh, wall of shame, nobody. Super Bowl expectations back on the menu, boys. Oh, man, that is a menu I could get with. That is a good restaurant I could get with. I went to a restaurant in Buffalo this past weekend, and it they had the best pasta I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know if I want to give away names or anything like that. Um, but man, it's got me thinking big R, but Super Bowl back on the menu. Good pasta dishes on the menu. Um, yeah, John texts us after every touchdown. Super Bowl is back on boys. <laughs> Thanks, John, for that. <laughs> Sean Lonigan is in. And this is why I'm going to have to put the explicit tag on the podcast this episode, which, you know, if it, if it's a decent one, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. We're all mostly adults listening to this. So if you do have kids in the car, just make sure you uh, you pause it or fast forward like 30 seconds. Sean Lonegan writes, Wall of Fame, Trey, take away white for punching that ball out at the absolute last second. That was amazing. Talking about uh, Mike's Gettysburg of the game. Wall of shame that pencil dick Heath Farwell almost swung the tide against us on special teams. Better straighten out or you'll be punching the clock at Bethlehem Steel soon, you dope. <laughs> I like that one. Sean coming in with a straight fire as usual, per huge, Sean. Heath Farwell, of course, being the special teams coach, just for, in case anyone did not know that. I, I can't really disagree with anything he said. Um, I don't think uh, th- th- this is just, there's a lot. I feel like there's been some turnover at the special teams area that just, um, they just, they just need to be ready for it. Luckily, it didn't cost them the game like it did against the Steelers, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they just got to straighten those out. They just have to get straightened out by week 16 or week 17. That's all. Just got to get ready by then, just in time for the postseason, just in time to be hot and be the team that nobody wants to play against. Big Baller Beanie writes, Wall of Fame, Moss. I'm a Singletary fan through and through, but the past two weeks, he's played lights out, and I love seeing it. Wall of Shame, she writes, I uh, hate to say it, but the face of the franchise, McKenzie. The screwed-up kickoff was his fault, special teams has been our Achilles so far this season. Um, man, I can't really agree with anything we said. So we, so we, as a, as a podcast, have to come up with a nickname for Zach Moss. And since Devin Singletary is motor, maybe there's something we can do. You know how, like, there's always like a thunder and lightning of like, you know, one guy's fast, one guy, just like another name for like a motor, just like maybe Zach, Zach, the engine Moss or something instead of motor. I I need something that's like kind of similar instead of, motor like engine or I don't know. I've tried to think off hand. Turbine, I <laughs> I need something. We need to think about it. If you guys, if the listeners have something in mind that I haven't thought of or haven't brought up, um which I only brought up two two options. They were kind of subpar. Um message us in, email us, DM us, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, um if you have a better one for us. Powertrain? <laughs> no. Too long. Too long. What about like one word. Uh, power Diesel? train? Diesel. Ooh. We talk about the fuel that goes into the motor. I like it. All right. Fuel. Grease? <laughs> <laughs> Brake fluid. No. <Nah>, um <laughs> power steering. No. Nah, um, I like powertrain. Train? Zach the train moss? He's slippery though, too. Man.
2: Moss. That's- Something like moss. A bog.
3: Swamp. Moss grows,
1: moss grows. on the north side. He's a good north-south runner. So,
3: I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, the tree moss. <laughs> that's like the only NFL player that's ever had a, uh, a nickname of a stationary object. <laughs>
2: um, north North like- side. Does it really grow on the north side?
3: Yeah, because there's no sun on the north side of a building or objects. There's usually shadow. I'm not in the southern hemisphere. No, true, true. <laughs> hey, 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 asterisk on that one, I guess. <laughs> For half the world. <laughs> You're like, hey, dude, in Antarctica, at least part of Antarctica. Uh, wait, all of Antarctica is in the southern hemisphere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll think about it. I like, I like, I like some uh, Zach the Stone Moss. <laughs> The rock moss, the moss that's on my roof, I need to get rid of.
2: Zach, um, rolling like a rolling stone gathers no moss. a Rolling Stone
3: Daddy was a rolling stone. Daddy? Bob Dylan, Daddy, Zach, Zach, Daddy, Moss. <laughs> daddy was a rolling stone that gathers no moss. <laughs> Okay, so motor or something with motor something like motor. (laughs) What is Tesla's? Tesla's use motor, right? Maybe there's a certain name for like a Tesla, Tesla engine or something. There probably is something cool that we just I I just don't know because I don't own a Tesla.
2: It's been we've already had a shady McCoy because it could be shady because moss grows best where it's shady.
3: Dude, let's just do it. Like, can we? Why can't we reuse a, n- a name, right? Like,
2: you reuse jersey numbers.
3: Yeah, it's just like when, when we were going to name our kids. We we're like, well, we can't name it the same name as somebody else's child. And looking back at it, I'm like that's so dumb. Like, it's just a friend, not even like good friends, like acquaintance friends. Like, what is? It? If you like a name, just do it, right? Why should that stop you? Hmm. Like, oh man, I really like that name. That there's that one person we might see every three years who also has a child with the same name <laughs> you could just cut just, that
2: person out
3: oh yeah right? yeah true sure, why not right block and then them ghost
2: them yeah
3: block them ghost them yeah because you don't want them to message you and be like hey did you steal our kid's name blocked because <laughs> then it'll just be awkward after the block or they they go to say something and actually you block them they would never know through social media because you blocked them and Hey, haven't seen you in a few years. You just run into them randomly at the grocery store. Haven't seen you in a few years. Oh yeah, we had a third kid. Uh, we named um, you know, the same name as your first child. Oh, that's weird. And all you'd have to say is just like, yeah, we really liked the name Um, before you even had your child. So that's all you have to say. So dumb looking back at it. Shady though. Zach, shady moss. Okay. Green moss. No. Moist. Moist. <laughs> Humid. Moist, like a bog mosh or moss. Humid. Nashville writes Wall of Fame. Allen, good game today. My man Juggernox having a great year, and I love it. I think we came up with it. I am sure someone else came up with the Juggernox. That's our, that's our nickname, though. I haven't, I haven't had to use that in a while, though. So great for Nashville for uh, bringing that one back. Wall of Shame. My buddy with whom I watched the game today and is a Washington football team fan. That's always, that's always great to have.
2: Yeah, it's way better if you can all disagree.
3: <laughs> I remember for the Bills, uh, the first playoff game in 17 years against the Jaguars, like you were out of town. John was busy with something. Like all the other friends I had were either out of town or because it was around Christmas time, you know? So it's like people were busy with their own stuff. Um, and one of our friends was like, hey, do you want to watch it? I was like, hell yeah, I want to watch it. He's just like, oh, yeah, and we're inviting this other friend that you know that is a huge Jaguars fan. And I'm like, nope, out don't even I would rather watch
2: it at home alone. The Jaguars like didn't even exist a couple years ago. How could you be a huge fan <laughs> who
3: who becomes a huge fan of an expansion team unless it's in your city? You know if you grow up in upstate New York, you shouldn't like a friend uh, an expansion team unless it's like in syracuse It's not just like
2: it. the jaguar. It's not like if it was the dogs I could see him like getting some hangers yeah. on because like we like dogs are like oh i sure for this dogs. <laughs> the uh the the jacksonville likes uh... a jaguar
3: <laughs> yeah good point the jacksonville uh rottweilers
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: something like that No, the golden retrievers the, <laughs> it would be like one of the newer breeds right like a labradoodle
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> be like you know what i wasn't going to be a fan of the Jacksonville team, but my kids have allergies, so I'm a big Labradoodle fan. All right, that's it. Thank you guys all for chiming in. For the Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers, A segment brought to you by
2: the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Real quick, real quick. Say all the Johns fought all the non-H Johns. (laughs) No, say the top 10 of each. The most famous ones alive right now. Who do you think would win?
3: I'm trying to think of the most famous Johns at all. <laughs> lots of lots of Johns with H's, you know, had some tragic endi- endings, like John Lennon, John F. Kennedy, John the Baptist. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, jeez, Deep Paul, <laughs> <laughs> tragic ending. <laughs> um, so maybe John's parents. On our podcast, his parents were like, you know what? We're going to get rid of that H just to be safe. <laughs> just <laughs> Hey, what about Feliciano? Oh, John Feliciano. That's a good one. So is he like top 10 in the world? Uh, top Maybe. 10 toughest John in the world? <laughs> top 10 toughest John?
2: Maybe John we'll Malcolm think about is. it for next podcast. We pick the top toughest top living Johns versus H. Johns. <laughs> wait which is the default i feel like the h's should be the default and then we should make john like a non-h yeah
3: yeah <laughs> right <laughs> like the johns with the h definitely have the home field in this in yeah, this uh, yeah one just because so they of- should
2: just be johns and then the other ones are the non-h's right <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not a chad John, or something like that.
3: <laughs> or I'm trying to think of another name that people make fun of. Karen. At least you're not Karen. <laughs> but, uh man. All right. Go, Bills. Uh, good talking to <laughs> you guys. John's like, thanks for making fun of my birth name this entire podcast. All right. Let's do a quick update for the CBS uh, Buffalo Rumblings Pick'em League. I we started this year. Right now, uh, the winner of this uh, Pick'em League. Uh, Gets a guest spot on our podcast after the season's over. Right now, Daniel Pieri is winning. Dude, he has 29 right picks. And as each week goes on, I realize how bad I am at picking games against the spread. Um, So he is winning. He's beating everyone right now. 29 correct picks in three weeks at this point, the time we're, we're recording. The next highest of the three of us is John. John with no H. With 25, John, only four, four points off uh, the leaderboard. Keep with it, John. Mike is at 23. No, I'm sorry. Yes, 23, 23. So just a couple spots behind John. I am terrible at this. So I am at 20. (laughs) I am five off from John, nine off from the lead. You know what I've decided I'm going to do this week? Cancel the whole thing. (laughs) Are you sure you want to delete this league? Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to start betting against what I think is going to happen for the rest of the season. Like, normally you don't have the guts to do it if you're betting an actual game, but this week I'm doing the opposite. I'm doing the opposite of everything. If I'm like, Oh, five and a half point spread, the bills should cover that. Nope, they're not going to. I'm going to bet against even what I think in my heart, I think I should bet on. So I'm going to see how that goes. You guys know, if I either, if I either, uh, Make a bigger gap or um, I end up bridging the gap. So let's do our giveaways uh, for the people that left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you're new to our podcast, we do a giveaway each week, usually a piece of signed Bill's memorabilia. If you want to be in on this, just leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I just mentioned CTW or CTW Pod somewhere in the review. And this year, we're changing it up. We want you to name one of the other podcasts within the network, any one of them, any multiple of any of them, um, those guys do an amazing job week in and uh, week out, and they definitely deserve some love. Uh, if you do not win or if you do not uh, accept your prize or, or let us know after you've won, you're getting taken off the list. So uh, I've had a couple of people be like, hey, Nate, am I still on the list? I'm like, no, well, you got to listen to the other ones. And if you listen and find out that you're not on the list, uh message me and I'll add you back on, but you gotta listen. Gotta listen to find out, week in and week out. Win or lose, ride or die here on Circling the Wagons. Um so this week we're giving away uh the Ed Oliver signed jersey and a free t shirt from our T public site. So we'll have two winners again. First winner is Dynast Liam. Like Dynast as in Dynasty Liam. Liam is it sounds like someone uh from England. Dynast Liam is the first winner, and the second winner is Topher Tellum. That's T-O-P-H-E-R-T-E-L-L-E-M, Topher Tellum. So you guys are winners of both prizes. First person to get back to me uh, picks which one they want, and the other one gets the other thing, and, yeah, we'll send it off to you. So, Mike, do you have a joke of the week for today? Last week we did uh, a Norm McDonald
2: joke, R-I-P Norm. Do you have one for this week? I think you're Googling it right now. I'm hurriedly searching for something, Nate, because I thought you just continued. Do you have have the odds for next week's game against the Texans?
3: (laughs) You have had so much time while I was (laughs) tweeting, reading tweets. It's okay. John can do it also. Bills by a billion. (laughs) Dude, I saw somebody with a Bud Light can, and it said bills by a billion. And not going to lie, I hope Brother Bill is getting some of the royalties off of that because he absolutely came up with that saying that's like almost a mainstay within uh, Bill's Mafia and social media for the Buffalo Bills. Brother Bill, if you're out there listening, I hope you're getting a piece of that marketing. Probably not. You're probably getting screwed over by the corporate fat cats, but one can hope.
2: All right. I got the odds for you. Or sorry. The the odds?
3: uh, Oh, I'm going to the Texans game next week. That's cool. i have not. I haven't been to a Bills game in a couple years. Going to the Texans game, the, they're without Tyrod Taylor. Uh, John, why don't you go first? What do you think the odds are going to be for that game?
1: It's got to be It's got to be at home. Um, at least two touchdowns, right? Um, 15, 16, somewhere in there.
3: 15, uh, 15 and a half. Let's do that. Uh, I'm going to go with 15. 'Cause
2: I think it's probably like ten. Mike? Seventeen and a half oh, is the man. open. Woo! Wow. I can't recall yeah. an NFL spread like that. That's crazy. The Buffalo Bills.
3: That is a great spread for the Bills to take advantage. or the Bills to really uh what's the saying we use it. the John used it at the beginning have their way with that's a spread that the Bills can really have their way with. 17 points. I was way off. See this is why I suck at the Pick'em League. I was like, oh 10. Like John's way off. 15 and a half? No way. <laughs> and that's why John, that's why you are winning out of the three of us. The Bills cover that one easily. We'll be we'll probably be leaving the stands at you know uh the second half of the third quarter because it'll be up by forty five. Wanna beat traffic. Do you also have a joke? For this week's podcast. Or did you only have time to look up the odds? Because I told you three things to do at once. (laughs) This is where the podcast just runs off the rails. Glad we don't do this live. I'm going to read another Wall of Famer and Wall of Shamer by Buffalo Ceilings. He writes, Wall of Fame, Josh Milano and Feliciano. I like my crow with garlic and parmesan, please. (laughs) Wall of Shame, me for legitimately worrying about the Washington football team D-line. That might actually cause problems. That's a good one. It's a good one. I was worried about the Washington football team's D-line also. Everyone told me to be four first round picks. Apparently, you uh four first round picks doesn't necessarily mean a sack on every play. Okay, go ahead, Mike. A real quick plug for our T Public site is there's a sale going on right now. It ends tomorrow, Monday. Um, if you go to Tpublic.com/slash stores slash CTW pod, um, it's a 35% off. So all t-shirts are $13. All hoodies are $35, which it is hoodie season. We have, I want to say 70 to 80 bills designs on there. Some from us, some from other, other independent artists on T public, uh, their site. Um, just a lot of cool stuff. I usually get something for a relative around this time. I get something for my wife or my nephew or my kids or something like that. So Definitely check that out. That sale will not last long. It is 35% off, and they don't do sales like this that often, so I have to let you guys know about it. tpublic.com slash stores slash ctwpod. Like our Twitter handle, Instagram handle, Facebook handle, anything. And the only reason I didn't go with at circling the wagons is because it was available on Twitter or something, and it wasn't available on, uh, on Instagram, so I couldn't take it. So ctwpod is what it is. It is what it is. Mike?
2: Neat. why don't blind people skydive? Because they wouldn't know when to pull the parachute? Because it scares the hell out of the dogs. <laughs> that was worth the wait. Good answer.
3: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> joke of the Day brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Thanks, Mike, for that. Uh, usually, uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the, of the joke of the day. Kind of kind of lifts my spirit. Ends on a good note. And uh, unless you guys have anything else to add, signing off. It was good to talk to you guys. It was good to talk to all the listeners uh, about the Bills win this week. So for John.
1: Go Bills. Can't wait to see the Bills have their way with the Texans next week.
2: <laughs> nice. For Mike. I think we should do it. Top 10 living toughest. Top 10 toughest living Johns versus non-H Johns. And maybe you get a couple. It's like uh, selecting a jury. What is that called? Bordure? <laughs> I don't know. Where you get a couple, where you get a, to kick a couple people out because they're just too tough. Because like John Cena, right? John, John Jones, Cena. like it, it's, it's, mm. it would skew it too far. Like yeah. John Jones, you could say is like the best fighter in the history of UFC. Like he probably beat all 10 people. And like John Cena is
3: like the, the best acting fighter. So he's it's the like... best
2: fake re- fighter. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I still wouldn't want so, to fight him though.
2: <laughs> we put we put get the maybe the the top uh, however many, and then exclude a couple so it doesn't skew it too much, and then see who would uh, we pick them off the board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting.
3: That would be, that would be interesting if you guys want to write in and know of any good Johns with H's or without H's. It <laughs> would be good in a fight or interesting in a fight. Let us know. Let's know. It'll be like that That time that guy on like Facebook like messaged like everyone on Facebook with his same exact name. It was like Mike Smith or something. <laughs> and he messaged all the Mike Smiths and he's like, meet here. He's like, only one Mike, only one gets to keep the name or something like that. <laughs> and there was like 50 of them fighting or something. It was like all foam swords and all the money went to charity or something like that. I don't know. It's funny. I don't know how money got involved or how many change stands. Probably should have left it at that. So for I you know one of the
2: John the the non hers is John Bon Jovi.
3: Oh man! Uh, oh, he's non H. Oh, John. Yeah. Oh, I oh, I know. John, you hate <laughs> John Bon Jovi. That money setting off? the Go Bills. Could you take him? I'll see
1: you guys could
3: you next take him? week. Could you take 60-year-old John Bon Jovi, John?
2: <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow, like no training, just Oh, you mean like, take boxing. him in a fight? Yeah, boxing yeah, take match. him in a fight. Celebrity boxing, boxing match. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: John's like, wait, oh you mean an actual fight? Yeah, fuck
0: yeah. I hope
3: John. John, I hope you have your way with John Bon Jovi if you play if you actually do fight him. <laughs> bon Jovi will be living on a prayer after that one. That piece of shit.
2: <laughs> John challenge, like, challenge yes. extended. We'll have to to uh, tag him. So for Mike. Go Bills. Looking forward to next week. This is our
3: year. Absolutely. And for me, Nate, thank you all for listening. Uh, great win today. Um, if you like what you hear, please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker about Circling the Wagons and the rest of the great podcasts in the Buffalo Runways Podcast Network. And for me, Nate, go Bills. We'll talk to you guys again next
4: week. Buffalo, stand up. It's the mafia. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah, a Buffalo Bill City. Yo, uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah, a Buffalo Bill City. Yo, we got Josh Allen, got Step Digs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. Yeah. Ike McKenzie on a jet sweep. Maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and B's and Gabe Davis. Three-headed single Terry Moss Brader. Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes. Forget Kelsey. Forget Hill. Come and replay us. Cause we ready to bash him like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Four. We ready. Kick they buck like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets. I'm hype up the team. Ready Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. Yeah, yeah. Taren Johnson with a pick six. It's just too easy. Don't pass it to tradeway. Please believe me, we got high right behind them and pour your Free. Please don't run up the middle unless you wanna meet a star. Greg Russo, will show you what he's about. Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around them. Our team is grounded over. Oh, yeah. Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody 4. We ready. Kick they buck up like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson, that's with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets, I'm hype over the team ready. Buffalo, this is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got step Diggs, we got Cole Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow Mafia, you know we on a roll No competition and it's not even close. It's a bill yeah. city. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a Buffalo Bill City.